Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com slash save 500 and get hugged. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Rich Hobbs. Hello everyone. We've got Andy Gillard. Hi, yeah. And we've got Sean Dyche. Hello. <laughs> yeah, he actually got that accent though, has he? No, he's, he's got, he, he just when, speaks all like, he literally my speaks to like, like, he, talk, he talks like he's from mm. New Yorkshire, but he's like a proper Connie Geezer. Where's Sean Dyche actually from? He's London, I'm is sure he is. Oh, I'm sure he's from... From the south, anyway. But football tech took a terrible toll on his voice. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Well, it sounds like a... What do they call him on the ramble? He's all a Sandy ball bag. Sandy, he sounds like a Sandy ball bag. <laughs> He's at, um, his, but he was actually born in Kettering, I'm guessing in Northamptonshire. And ironically, <laughs> actually on Wikipedia... His main photo is um, at Monument. Sandy ball bag. No, it's at Monument. <laughs> yeah. As a great, great visual feature. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, obviously so it's, a, it's, it's due, not Sean yeah. Dice. What, what, what a coup that would be. <laughs> Burnley manager Sean Dice to talk about Wolves. <laughs> <It's so laughs> You're safe now, Sean. Why don't, why don't you come, come on? on. Why don't you come on and talk about a different team this week? Uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about uh, Derby, yeah? Not Leeds, as I said on Twitter earlier. Uh, Preston, the final ground of the season, and anything in between. And we start with that with a pre-season, gentlemen. little pre-season tournament coming our way. This summer, uh, but it's for the under twenty threes. All respect to the under twenty threes, of course. But when we first saw, Literally we thought better than yeah. first team at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <I think>. so. <laughs> we all thought this was a, a first team tournament, but it is for the under twenty threes. It's called the Borough Tournament. It's been hosted by Nuneaton Town. It's got a Liverpool eleven, a PSV eleven, Glasgow Rangers eleven, Coventry City, Nuneaton Town. And it's on the weekend of the July the 29th and thirtieth. It's going to be a knockout tournament in a league style. Why is it Nuneaton Town? Wouldn't they used to be on Eton Borough? Did they go through... Oh, they changed through like, liquidation or yeah. something? I'm only going off an artwork here. So <laughs> I'm going to say you are correct. Mm-hmm. So well done. So what, so, um, what do we think of that? It might be a nice little I think, uh, weekend out. I think it might be quite a good fun. Yeah. Something to do. I mean, yeah. what, I think it's £40 for the weekend or something like that. I don't know if you can buy like, one day or another, but actually... I. I reckon if it's you know it's twenty quid for a day, you get to see like a couple of games of football, have a few beers. I think it could be quite good fun. Well, when I went to the Olympics and watched two games of the Rico, yeah. that was about twenty five quid, yeah. and one of them was Japan, and I don't remember the other one, um, and that was great. You can sit there have, oh. have a few beers, same thing, and 
it's the summer when there's nothing else to do. There's no football. Mm, yeah. It's technically there's like, no Olympics. There's year, no Olympics. Yeah. It's the best Wolves squad that we've got. So why not? <laughs> yeah. You enjoy it. Get your tournament buzz in on Eton. Is that what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and get, like condense a month long like European Championship or World Cup into one jam packed weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping Nuneaton create like a wall chart. Yeah, and on the day you can just like if mark not, them can we create one. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's good experience for the youngsters to be playing mm. against like a top class category one, and then you've got a foreign club in there. Then mm. you've got lower league or two foreign clubs. And PSV, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a you've got a lot. You've got Coventry yeah. will be playing their first team by the mm. looks of it, mm. same as Nuneaton. And so you know, it's throwing up a few different challenges. It might actually be competitive, and yeah. Actually, if they get to play like three games over two days, I'm not mm-hmm. obviously rotate the squad, but it will kind of give them like a decent amount of mm. matches as well, hopefully. And talking of pre-season, obviously no details have come out as yet of recording of what our pre-season plans are, who we're playing. But Roy mentioned in our little group chat today about who would we like to see Wolves play this pre-season? Who are your dream opponents in a realistic world of who you'd like to see Wolves play this summer? I mean, the realistic chat's always going to be Villa, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We've done Villa though, get them out of the way. Who would you like to see Wolves play this summer for a pre season programme? Uh, is this the, the prestige friendly? Yeah, the, the prestige, prestige friendly. Um, the one where you don't have to pay the other team to turn up <laughs> is the one. Um, I'm still saying West Ham. Mm. I think that's more and more. Re- I was well, going to say it's Everton. Not, it's not glamour, mm. is it? But yeah. Somewhere that we, we can we can dream of Everton. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I've gone big. We've said this place, Everton. No, someone when you Bournemouth. It's got to be someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's regional when it'll end up being Stoke, won't it? Oh, dear. Don't want them back. No, no, no. maybe Burnley going back to Sean Dyche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they've become a bit of a Wolves reserve. Well, say reserve team, they're <laughs> better than what yeah, we've yeah. got. <laughs> Abroad, a, a, a triple because obviously in years previously, Wolves used to tend to go to Ireland. We had that little foray in France randomly the one two season. Game, the two games in France was it? Was it the start of this season? Yeah, it was. Was it no, no, last season? Last, yeah, it was a year it's before. It's when the whole Kevin McDonald's contract thing came out. Yeah, it was yeah. Like yeah. Right yeah. in there. Because it was Paris FC. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, there was another team, obviously. And that's where Bright made his, his debut, yeah. I think. He scored, like, he, he scored that goal. He did like, a drag back in the middle of... Yeah. Wasn't that the, also the one where they hadn't really confirmed any details about um, if people could go to see them and everyone then kicked off about seeing yeah. them so the yeah. club had to give everyone the right to see the team <laughs> the Everton still took a coach Yeah, they drove overnight watched the match <laughs> got drunk and came back but they didn't stop anywhere Delegation. Did we do anything this start of this season? Ireland, wasn't it, again? We went to, oh, I'm sure we went to Ireland and again, wasn't that when the whole takeover rumour was, yeah. was really yeah. churning up then? Would we like to see Wolves go abroad pre-season? Because I, I love a little... Obviously, I'm not going to go. <laughs> Try and give <laughs> Hardcore, then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you pay me, yes, yeah, yeah. I'll go. But I'd like to see Wolves do a little uh, Scandinavian... Sejour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a Scandinavian pre-season. Just oh, some, random, some random teams. They should go big. Right, just rock up to the States. Everyone will just look at you like, who are you? <laughs> you say Wolves are ready to break America. Do it. Why not? Yeah. It's with Steve. Steve yeah. tuning us on. That'd be great. We could see um, Colorado Rapids because mm. of Doyle. Um, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Neil Collins. Yeah, Tampa Bay's at the level. <laughs> yeah. I think we're hitting, I think we're hitting now so well from MLS, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure we've got some other former players kicking about still. 
Who does Freddie Adu? I know he doesn't play for us, but who does Freddie Adu play for now? Surely he's back in America. I'm feeling he's unattached. Mm. Or free agent. So <laughs> exciting! Well, he's probably about fourteen now and all. But who? Wh- where would we like to go if if we had a choice to go abroad in pre-season? If you you know, Stu, I'm paying for your flights out of figurative Monopoly fan money. Where would you like to see Wolves play abroad? Very sweet. I'd take that because I played on the pitch a few weeks ago. It's good. Well, what's got, you, you can just rock got, up and go to some random lecture. You see that? Uh, is that pound spot there? I've scored a penalty yeah. there. <laughs> I, I, actually, I could do that because you know they are scored. I've <laughs> yeah. got family friends who have got a caravan out around the uh, around the cliff as well. Honestly, so. do you know how much it costs to hire for, uh, for pitch uh, Park Avenue? It's only about 150 quid. Which, when you think about it, isn't actually a lot of money to hire a little, little fantastic <laughs> there. Yeah, well, he's in Wales. Yeah. No, they don't have money in Wales. Is there anywhere? <laughs> yeah, but they do have a lot of bars in Aberystwyth. There's <laughs> a lot of sheep then, but that's, that's <laughs> the, also have that. Yeah, <laughs> the afternoon story. <laughs> Is there anywhere out of the British Isles, Stu? Um, you might see Wolves to, to play abroad. So, well, Germany. Germany would be good. Just hmm. um, how Alex can go out there again. Yeah. He, he seems to live half his life in Germany. <laughs> um, yeah, probably Germany. It's just. A lot of people who get a lot of drink doing them. Yeah, yeah. In that Plus, I suppose with Germany, Lambert's got ties to yeah, Germany from his playing stuff. days. Yeah. He's been over there quite a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Germany mm-hmm. anyway, to be honest. And if you, where would you like Wolves to go to? Um, what would your prestige tie be as well? I think it'd be quite nice to do a tour of Italy, I think. Mm. They've got some tough teams. I think you could, you could learn something, actually, from playing against even the lower league teams in Italy. Mm. Prestige, if you're looking at lower prem, probably going to be... It would be nice to have Everton, actually. Yeah. I do like Everton, so mm. I wouldn't mind getting them down the Molyneux. There's only made Italy more, uh, more stories of the past. Not like the Prolock one, don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Um, it's another, it's, we've got another nugget coming up. <laughs> now that my first ever Wolves game was against Atalanta in oh, the well, um, Anglo-Italian Cup. Ah, OK. 1-1. Why can't we bring back the Anglo? Anything more 90s than that. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anglo-Italian yeah. Cup and Wolves drawing 1-1. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But ball was rested. So who scored the goal? This was, the, this was the 15th of November, 1994. <laughs> I was what? Six. I was the programme was 50p. two. So I'm going to go for Mike Stowell. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who. Um, no. Someone who played that. Um, no. Lee Mills. Lee Mills. Don't even know that name. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like when you forgot who Mark Edworthy was, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Rich, um, tall, prestige. I'm thinking Iberia, so I'm thinking Portugal or Spain. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe yeah. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. The yeah, Algarve. Yeah. yeah. Then hopefully we can bump into Sebas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, domestically. West Ham, now I've sort of thought about it, would be... Potentially reasonable. Someone like that. I am accept- sort of tradition, old-fashioned yeah. traditional sort of club that's bigger and better than us. We can accept European teams in this prestige tie as well because we have we had that run where we played all those Spanish teams under McCarthy. We Barcelona wins, didn't we? I, remember, well. I went to that. It's a mm. great game. Lost three two, but one of the best Wolves performances I saw. Can't believe. I can't believe that Figo played. That was Bobby's testimonial. I was thinking Santos. Yeah, mm-hmm. Figo played. Can't Van Hal's manager. Obviously, as a kid, I knew nothing of this until the years later. Simon Osborne versus Figo. Well, and um, you know who else played in that team? Um, 
One of the midfield dynamos from the... Oh, Zav- Zavi. Zavi yeah, it was, his, it was, it was like a 16-year-old Zavi played, yeah. yeah. He just say he, he's played at Molde, Great times. Great times. <laughs> when Wolfie actually looked like a wolf. And not some kind of mangled <laughs> fox that he does now. So we'll see then. We'll see uh, we'll, we'll see what comes up over the next few days of a, a presentation. Well, when was the last time we had a German club here? Has it ever even happened? I don't know. Because you think about the, the European stuff... In the seventies, that well, John's not here, is he? But um, stuff well, like that. We might have played Hamburg. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that comes to mind. Yeah. So someone like Schalke or that'd be class. Yeah. Mm. Fingers crossed. It's not going to happen. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to out of contract players in the summer. Obviously, there's a few either be loans or their contracts, as I say, expire at the uh, the start of the. St- Start the, the end of the spring. Start the it's summer. The thirtieth of June, if my football knowledge, football manager knowledge is correct. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think because yeah, cause it's the first of July, so the start of the next season. Yeah. So they all. Yeah, because that's when they yeah. all have their scarves up and everything. Though they went yeah. there. The scarves post news. Uh, so people out of contract: Mike Williamson, Jack Price, George Savile, and Silvio. Or the latter of those three have got a year option that Wolves can take up. Uh, James Henry's contract expires. Remember James Henry, everybody. Uh, Steeman's uh, loan obviously expires at the end of the season as well. Who would you offer a contract to if you would to any of the next season? Or who would you say, you know what, I will take you up on that year, sir, and you may stay here in the shores of Wolverhampton. Williamson and Lazy. Yeah. On a vastly reduced block pay as you play, you've got to. Yeah. There's your money, stay in. Because you've got to take into the fact that, the, you know, Lambert has talked about trimming the squad down, it's a big squad. Do Wolves just cut their losses and go, right, we're just going to get Well, I mean, a number everyone. of those are centre midfielders where we are kind of overloaded. And we've got, like, Sir Prince who's out on loan. Now, I'm not saying he's got a part to play in this squad, mm. but actually, we've got, I think, six, seven who can play in. Who are fighting for two positions essentially? Mm. Um, so, I mean, it'll be. I mean, I, I think we've all kind of been a bit critical of Jack Price in the last sort of six months because he's not been on the board as much as he needs to, and it would be a shame to see him mm. go. But actually, I think with everyone else at the club, I think he's almost just going to be a natural for him to have to go. Yeah, he's, had a, he's had a bad year, eh? And... Yeah, you know, it might be a point for him in his development that actually he needs to make sure he's at a club where he's going to play week in, week out. Mm. Which you're not yeah. going to get at Wolves because we've got so many and it all loops around. around and around, around. sentimentality aside, if we want to move on, mm. actually they're, they're the kind of players who are going to help you yeah. take that next step. Yeah. Probably not. I think a lot of what Pete, fans and what people are saying at the moment is are these players going to take us to the Premier League? And I think we're almost, that's kind of two steps too far. Right? We almost need to think, what team's going to help us mount a, a playoff push? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, so actually, someone like Mike Williamson, you're right, he could be. Now, I think we had a conversation a few weeks ago, didn't we, about Stearman or Williamson? Because that's how it feels like it's going to mm. be at the moment. I mean, um, you look at it the other way as well. And like the seven who've been released from Norwich. Yeah. Um, and you look at that and you think well and Norwich going to be looking at our, our players their contract yeah. I think oh, yeah, well, we'll get George Savile in yeah. not going to be yeah. happening, I, mean, like, I think Savile's an interesting one because he's I mean now he's at left well he didn't have a great game Saturday no one did but he does a job and no one else really in that midfield kind of can do what he 
does. He's got a bit of versatility in the sense yeah. that Lambert or a manager could put him somewhere else and go play there, and he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, he's like a, especially with the left back situation he's like yeah. a 2017 Neil Emden threes but yeah. that doesn't mean that he's going to be kept just because no. he can play in lots of positions I mean that's what we've done for years We just got, just because they, they do okay mm. means we can keep them but after the last few weeks you're thinking well I just fucked a lot of them off because mm. they're not good enough mm. and if we want to actually do something and not just meander around doing just floating keeping our heads above water then these players have got to move Mm. I bet Silvio, obviously, he was only on a year contract. He's been kind of injury prone for a lot of the years, recent years he's had in football. Obviously, I guess having a broken foot, mm. whether you can count that in that list because it's going to not, you know, probably can't kind of see that coming. Oddly, I know we all mentioned the podcast this week, he got a start in the game against Huddersfield. I'm trying to remember my games now. Do you think Wolves might. Suggest okay, we'll give you another shot given I, his experience. I wouldn't personally because I mean, he is just too injury prone. Mm. He's played before he came here, he played 40 games in five years, mm. or it was 50 games in four years. Either way, it's not enough, yeah. And you could have told I could have told you at the start of the season he's not going to stay fit, mm. and he simply hasn't done. Um, and even the games he's played, he's been. Oh, he's either been okay or he's been absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Mm. He, he hasn't really found. I know he hasn't played enough, but he's got no consistency to mm. his game, and not it, quite sure if it's that's. Harsh, but you say if you take out the sentimentality. It's, you, I think we said it with Dicko, and we'll probably say it again with Dicko in a bit. Oh, if he gets a good preseason under him, it's like well, we could say about mm. all the players like just because you get a preseason yeah. doesn't mean you're going to turn into a flipping world beater. Mm. If Dico played for any other club in the world and you saw his form, you'd say mm. you'd say yeah. that they should probably get rid of him because he's obviously not doing it. Yeah, it's I only mean, because we've got that affinity to him. Yeah, I think you can probably sort of say the same with Silvio. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Richard Stearman, obviously on loan to the end of the season. Most fans were quite happy with his return at the start of the season also given the fact with what happened the season beforehand when he was kind of on form the player of the year and they're all, all of a sudden sold again does it fall into that sentimentality bracket and is it time for him is it time for Wolves to move on now and go thank you for coming back but we need to move on or does his experience and knowing of the club a factor to be tempted to keep him for another year or for example I think I said on last week's episode the best you get out of Stearman is when he's with someone who can organise him mm. Stearman's never been the leader and if it's a choice between Stearman and Williamson it's Williamson mm. and like I don't think we'll keep both of them it'll be one and possibly a new defender or they'll just look at Ebanks Landell yeah. filling that gap I mean I didn't want Stearman back in the first place and I said no, that you were quite you were no no but people come for me don't they yeah um, shock <laughs> um, but I mean he's he proved me wrong at Liverpool he was superb um, and he's had about four or five different very very good games but he's had a lot of steam in games mm. as well and yeah it's been nice for him to say goodbye properly rather than after what happened last year but it's just not good enough I think it's difficult with a lot of the players is because we've been so inconsistent and poor that you could say about premature players, but we've had sort of half a dozen really good games. Some, you know, I could pick, say, George Savile. I could say, I could probably pick a decent amount of games. Same with Jack Price, same with Stearman, same with Williamson. But you could also say for the majority of the time, they've been poor. Yeah, mm. but so the good ones stand out because they've been so bad. Yeah. Mm. 
I know it, it's tough with Stephen because the question isn't it isn't will we like do we give him another contract? It's will we sign him? Mm. Because he is, it, it's almost easy to forget he's here on loan. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it is his contract? Finished at Fulham. Has he got He'd another, another year? He's got he? another it's a, year. It's a three-year deal, wasn't it? With Fulham? yeah, and then obviously it's mm. what what Fulham would want for him. Would they want to try and recoup that money back? I, mean, I can't would be, see him getting to pay that. Before, I can't see him getting into the Fulham team. No, oh, um, no. no. You know, it, if you're looking for experience, you say it's a toss between well, you got Williamson and you got Stearman. Now, will Stearman become the player Williamson is in terms of organising in the next three years? The answer is probably no. Um, we've got Courtney Halls in the team who I think is going to have to be starting one of the starting two centre-backs next season but I don't see leaving anytime soon Mm. you're struggling you've got Ebanks you say you've got Ebanks Landell coming back Lambert will probably want to buy one of his own a centre-back who he's gone and scouted I mean you think Grant Hanley jumps off the page Mm. but even he does look like a bit of a truck and he mm. ain't a nice mobile I'd still have him over Stearman because of yeah. current form I mean I think Luke James is still um, going on a free from Ipswich yeah. I know he was mm. in January I know he's sent a back come right back or whichever way round it is but I like Stearman but I think you say there is better out there. Mm. I think you can probably say that for a lot of players. It's whether Wolves can act smartly and effectively in the transfer market and replace three of those five players because that's what we need to do because we'll trim the rest out. Mm. I mean, realistically, we'll have, what, 25, 30 million to play with. Mm. Well, assuming the cost to go and then you've got another five million that they'll just play in anyway. Mm. Um, you're going to be able to get better than that. Mm. Yeah. Just just purely on that, and if left back is a priority, I was going to say, if, if, you know, if the position where at school the worst player would play <laughs> is your priority, right? We've got we've got to be asking questions. Well, just before that left back thing, James Henry, I'm presuming we'll also <coughs> let him go. Thanks for your time. Yeah, I've still got who's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so like, much. Like, like he might go to Bolton as well. Well, even there, do like split with him as well. Because oh, okay. I've got that mate Boothy on. Um, I talked to him on Twitter, and they, they, a lot of them like him, and a lot of them don't like him. The same way here, they ah, the Dave Edwards of the he's, he's very, um, <laughs> he's very hit and miss. Like some days he turns up, some days he's very anonymous, which is like he was with us in the championship. <laughs> I think he's definitely like a League One player. Yeah, yeah, tops. Let's talk about the left back thing that Rich just mentioned. Lambert today, which is a said that a left back position is high on the priority list this summer, despite the fact that we've been trying to buy a striker for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about Doherty, he was filled into that position, who did it in his play of the season. Uh, season, um, but obviously he's naturally a right back. George Savile is filled in that role as well. We've seen other players over the years which I offer come to that role as well. But obviously, what's happening with Iorfa? Left back, everyone. On that little Christmas list, he's written left back. It's like how much was the he back, <laughs> the back of left? How much was mm. he dislike Borfrey Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like when you when you run out of things to ask, like you, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know, like, the last auntie on your list, and you think, oh, I'll sell with socks. That's where <laughs> yeah. left back should be. It doesn't matter. Do you think it's gone to sell well? You're right. What do you want this summer? Striker. Give me another position. Striker, give me Next. another position. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's one of those things in the TV episode, you see a clock 45 minutes later. <laughs> uh, left back, right, left back, what can we do for you? But 
Is it an issue to be saying left back at Wolves? I mean, yeah, because we don't actually have senior left back. <laughs> but the last time we bought a left back was Van Dam. No, it's Goldborn. Goldborn was the end. Yeah, Goldborn again. Was a solid dependence. Yeah, yeah. Little Frank. Why they got rid of him is beyond me. Was he only started for Frankas Curse? The Frankas Curse started with Fletcher, but the Fletcher was already going anyway. So, bearing in mind, Price is out of contract, David. (laughs) Technically, the curse stopped at Saka this season after because he there was all that thing about was he was he was he going to go and never went for many years later. There's no curse down here. <laughs> Should a striker be high on his priority list for Lambert? The whole spine of the team's terrible. Like, yeah. It's paper yeah. mache. Like, we're talking about centre-backs. We could have a 10-minute conversation about centre midfielders, about strikers, about goalkeepers. Sort out that first and work on the bits on the side. That's... Yeah, yeah it's common sense. Like, it's like, common sense. It's how you build a football team. You don't build a team from left-back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, well, we got left back <coughs> Unless, So da- Danny's got Sondon knock the ball to. We're fine. Maybe he's, he's thinking, well, no, because it was the inverse. Like you said on um, Twitter that the view was like FIFA 95. Yeah. Maybe he's looking at football from that point of view. He's looking at from the corner. Yeah. And the left back is the, the yeah. first thing on his mind. Yeah, that's where you build from. If the left sock fits, everything falls into place. <laughs> that's what they say. But I mean, like, you could. Is his idea that he's going to move Doherty to right back then? I, 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 okay, yeah, that's good. We get a whole world of trouble here, but because I mean, you've got Cody, who's pretty much a right back now, but he's a very defensive right back, and you've got Iorfa, who's gone eight wall, mm. not literally, he's not bright, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, we, I think I said it before, in, I could make a very solid argument that Wolves need to make 10 first team signings. Easily, yeah. Unless because no, yeah. there's only one player who isn't replaceable in that team by something better, and that's Costa. Right. I thought we were going to say David Woodson, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what and the here, that's what the here team come se- the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the team selection tell us. Yeah. Is that David was, is irreplaceable? Unless he's going to be revolutionary and play with wing backs. Ooh. Well, he, he might think right left back so important because if he goes to like his diamond formation, like he played at Dortmund, you need good full backs. Yeah. And then you well, if you play the wing backs, you could have Marshall as a right wing back. Yeah. And then if you if he's seeing they're, they're good <laughs> method in this chaos. They're fucking. the box. Yeah. They're on the Sean Dyche box. And, um, Sean Dyche would never play with wing backs, <laughs> and you know it. That's why it's outside the Sean Dyche box. Yeah. Um, but if it, I mean we've tried everything else, and we can't get that to work. So if you've got an attacking left back who actually can tackle as well. Maybe, maybe there's something in it, but that's the only it's way. It's not the priority. Then, it's not the priority. He might have been slightly misquoted with that, and that's why everyone's got a, another thing to beat him with. Mm. But it's not the priority by a long mean no. at all. Yeah, because we have got an attacking left back. It just I, so happens I that could, he was brought up as a right back. Yeah, I could almost. Though he's got his flaws as a left back, but he doesn't like cripplingly stand out in the same way someone like George Savile do, does who looks like a centre midfielder yeah. who's just playing at left back because everyone else is injured do you know what I mean because like, he's the only left footer in the team yeah, that's, that's the only there. reason he's playing yeah. there yeah. Yeah. Like, it's always at school, it's school you, yeah. you, you, put, you put the fat kid in goal because there's no goalkeepers yeah. and he stands out that he's not a goalkeeper because left, left footers are so kind of I was going to say rare they are 
statistically oh. less of them. <laughs> they are, they're like Pikachu. <laughs> so I don't know. What's a rare Pokemon quick? Yeah. Oh, Articuno. There's a, they're an Articuno. They are here. But it's not the England squad, is it? There's, yeah. there's the rest of the world the yeah. final left. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. What Norwich or Villa player could have to <laughs> That's basically what we're, what we're looking at. Uh, so yeah, so we're saying what we're saying a spine then, really. Yeah. I know we're going to talk mm. about this on the end of season podcast as well. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's a position we need to get because obviously we don't have a first team player there, but. I'd definitely be looking at and assessing sort of the centre of that team mm. before worrying about your left back, unless he thinks that the left back's going to be his driving influence going forward. Well, let's talk about the penultimate game of the season, which was the last away game of the season, where Wolves travelled up to Pride Park after all those fantastic results after we've had in the last couple of years. Hoping. Hi-pro. Is it is it Pride Park or Ipro? Is it both? It's, it's the Ipro Stadium, but it's on Pride Park. Yeah, Pride Park is the retail. Uh, well, maybe he played in the shopping centre. Might have something well. At the Ipro it Stadium. It felt like it. At the Ipro oh, Stadium, Jesus. Wolves uh, ended their uh, away game George with a 3-1 away defeat to Derby County. Uh, Marshall getting the goal for Wolves. Uh, Stu and Andy, both there, of course. Um, just move on from it, really. Is that we had a great hit. Yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. We had, we had a bit of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe in yeah. the Emerald Club beforehand. <laughs> Have you actually broken up with Alex at, at this point? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's getting a bit awkward, guys. Yeah, well, we, we went to Burton. We'll just talk about this. Didn't <laughs> just tell us about yeah. your day. Tell us about your day. Yeah, it was lovely. I was really yeah. impressed with it. Yeah, we, well, I've never been to Burton Holly Street before. Um, and then it's the Burton Weatherspoons, which... Full of Kings Winford Walls was in there as well. They took a coach. Okay. Um, and just police cars whizzing by yeah, every few minutes. Just how checking. was the sunset you watched together? Well, there was the sunset, or there was the uh, the interior of the rock bar that we ended up in in the middle of the day with children running around. <laughs> was there a stained glass window though that then elude gave the illusion of a sunset? <laughs> there was. There were specialist toilets. Had someone written, drawn a line on the floor saying when the sun reaches this point, you can start drinking? <laughs> the might have been, it, was like, it was like the bar in front of Still Dawn. It was that, like, like the tea twister <laughs> the one from the TV show. It was, it, was, it was desperate in that place. But the middle one, though, there was um, bottles of Holston pills for a pound. Very good. Which was, because my uncle's on a bit of a diet thing for his operation. Good luck. Um... <laughs> So he's got to have a hip He might be listening. <laughs> okay, so um, the, the this game. is how exciting the game was. <laughs> Let's talk about the, 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 probably the only real issue from that game, apart from the fact that we didn't play well, was uh, Cavalero sending off an off the ball incident. How did we feel about it? They see. No. They see, no, Anton. Uh, I think anyone did. No, the amount of people who asked me why we've only got 10 men on. Because like, <laughs> three different people didn't know that we'd had a player sent off. See, I, I I watched the highlights of it, and yeah, it was silly, and you shouldn't move in with your head like that. I'd argue that isn't violent conduct. Didn't really look like there was much of a movement towards the head, but rather than I can see it was an incredibly stupid thing for him to do because it is a red card. But it was like of law, like it, it's not. Really done that much. He was like butting stags more than anything else. Yeah, um, and that kind of thing's gone on all year. But at the same time, you can't lower your head. 
Yeah. You just can't. Like I, it, it, and like Lambert said about he's new to the country. I mean, he's not really that new now. He's um, been there a year. Um, but and th- the same rules apply in yeah across yeah. Europe. He's played Champions League football. He's played international football. Yeah, it was just, and he's like, "What am I doing at dark? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here?" I think it was. Probably frustration more than anything mm. else. I think the ref had already told him off once about something as well. So he'd already marked mm. his cards and then he... I mean, he that. did nothing at all. He didn't want to be there. Uh, it, 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 interesting because your boy Tim Spears on his uh, player ratings gave him 0 out of 10. And I, what I read about Cavalera, his last couple of lines was, uh, he, he Cavalera, has been accused of not being a team player this season. An incident like this only adds to that theory. Out of curiosity... Who's referred to him as not being a team player? Because I've, I've never heard that before. So I've not. Yeah, I've. There must have been no. some kind the, of. The only time I've seen anything to to that end mm. is when Tim Spears has intimated something that Lambert said to be about Cavalera. Yeah. It's the voice like, in Tim's head. Obviously, <laughs> like, I mean, he's a winger, so sort of by cast some level of nature, he likes to kind of hold hold onto the ball a bit, but. I wouldn't call him necessarily like a selfish player. He's more he's more of a team player than Van der Parra was last year. Mm. And he, he was hounded out for being selfish. Um, he, he's not a team player in that he doesn't track back and make those tackles, yeah. but he's not really the kind of player you want doing that anyway. Well, look what happened when he did at Derby yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. Penalty, yeah. yeah. However soft he was, he still he can't tackle. Mm. So what's the point in mm. making him do that? Um, Which made that selection all the more weird with having Cavalero and Savile. Down the left against the dream, dream. Yeah, against possibly the one of the championship yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wingers yeah. up against Tom Ings. You think that's a strange one? Well, I'm going to throw up the question which we, we've talked about on and off before in terms of Cavalera. I know that when he came back, Wolves improved because obviously we had a different option, not just Costa. But has we're trying to take off roasting glasses? Has Cavalero actually made a difference with Wolves over the last? Six months when he has played. Yes, when he's played with Costa. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. If no, Costa goes awesome. in the summer, then you may as well send Cavalero with mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. package, package. Team. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think because actually I was going to say with the selfish thing, he passes a lot more when Costa's in the team because he just, but he needs someone either to link up the two or him to play centrally and have someone out wide doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So best perform- way performance in the league this season, you'd argue, was against Fulham. Fulham, yeah. That Where? game was superb. Yeah. Like you said last week, though, I mean, everyone ups their game when them two are playing together. Yeah. Everyone does. And that helps. But it's like, it's more Costa than him. Yeah. But when, it's the same with Costa's not as effective without him. It's weird. Mm. Um, but he just looked, I mean, you can't completely blame him because he had no service. I mean, we always get battered at Derby anyway. It's mm. the rules. Um, and as soon as we went 1 0 down, you knew what was going to happen. Mm. And that's, well, that's what the. Everyone was like, when we, and then with you, Eddie, as well, when we was walking in the ground, the Derby fans talking to us, saying they were the best fans there this season and stuff like that. And that's why my voice is gone because it was just, there was nothing else to do. It was just constant singing. We have improved, though, over the years. You know, we've gone from five <laughs> to four to three. So next season, two. Come on. Two no loss. Come on. Um, but it, the whole Costa, Costa Cavalero thing, is it like um, if Ant or Deck did a solo presenting job, it just wouldn't feel right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work. Yeah, but if you put them together, it's it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like with his beard. That's it's it's grown in there though. Is he got a beard though? Yeah, he, he started on. I'm um, oh. to give me a beer last year. So he'd grown a beard on his birthday, 
Would it? And be? Then he's, he's not like a beard like that. Like Andy's, but it's like, he's got stu- he's got a beard. Yeah, he's got more stubble than us. Would it be more like Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman? Because in Sherlock, they're great together. Yeah. When they do other projects, they're good. I'm thinking. I'm thinking post Sherlock, by the way. So don't include the Office. Have yeah, but okay. yeah, but Doctor Strange was good though. Oh, it would have worked if he hadn't put on the American accent. I thought he was going to say it would if Martin Freeman was in it. Yeah. <laughs> it I tell you what, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> that could still happen in Is the Marvel universe. Have you guys seen Guardians? Like, it's it's not yet. Oh, I've seen it. Have you seen it? Anyway, oh, Max. No, I still need to see it. No spoilers. Next, next week, guys. Next we'll, we'll, we'll cover this next yeah. week. Don't, don't you worry. They could still have come back to Martin Freeman in the Marvel Universe, technically, couldn't they? Because Martin cause Freeman played was in, um, he in, was, Civil, he was in War, Civil War. Yeah. And, you know, they're all coming together for all, if it all geek out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So, let's, 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 Darby. Darby, yeah. Um, so Cavalero, Dicko. For the record, you know, a very... Wallace and Gromit kind of Wallace oh cheese Gromit yeah. things with his hands oh, Marvel <laughs> <laughs> not DC Marvel um, let's talk about Dicko because a lot of praise given to Dicko for his performance I actually saw some Derby tweets especially uh, a Derby uh, podcast that we follow talk about how they were really impressed with Dicko surprising just before we recorded uh, Andy and Steve both of you saying nah not really not, didn't, didn't oh, see what he did what he, he score no. no. Again. We nearly scored. So we got no <laughs> That's not We had a point where we nearly called. He had one effort which he dragged wide where he really should have tested the keeper. He was he was like um a Leeds as well. A Leeds clinical. Mm. A Derby. He did a lot of off the ball running. But there was no end product again. So uh, yeah, it looked effective because he was the only one trying. Mm. Um Bar Edwards, obviously, um, but that was he. He was. He did a lot of work. Yeah. No in product again. Uh, didn't but, really hold the ball up or bring others into play that effectively either. Mm. I mean, it was, well, was it kind of one of those where I think Carf spoke about John Dad being the same as John Daddy. So yeah, he didn't hold it up, and when he could, just no one was near him, and he kind of mm. it's a, almost like he, he can't win. Cause it's not that he had an awful game. It's just that. He didn't have a great game either. Mm. I, I don't know what all the plaudits are really about with him. It was just. A... I think Marshall took his goal well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marshall's class. Marshall's, Marshall's the bar cost at this time of the season for me. Where do you reckon his best position is? Not right back. It's wasted there. Mm. Um, before he gets that idea into his head. Um, not Marshall. Um, I think right wing, to be honest, because he can cut in and he's got a decent left peg mm. as well. Yeah, I, I, think, think... I reckon right, I was thinking right wing because he's got. Um, such an arching cross on him mm. but it's where you play Costa then just sort of put him well, centre you just do what we did at Fulham and he played yeah. it as a 10 but none of them stick to their positions yeah. that's the best way to how can we can do it against Fulham because <laughs> we have the three of them we have the three of them in environment up front where he actually plays yeah. black people in their actual positions like other, things work we have other people who can do a job similar to that that's what kind of I think frustrates everyone so much isn't it that Ah, the mystery of wolves. <laughs> He'll carry on. Uh, we have to be wary when we, we talk about Dave Edwards, but we're saying he had a good game. He did okay. Yeah. Are you sure we, we're going down that line? Well, it's what you class as a Dave Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you class as Dave Edwards' good so, game. It's, did he create anything? Probably not. Did he run around a lot? Yeah. 
Was he the only one who kind of ran around a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he looked like the one who cared. And to me, on on that day, and he was the only one. I mean, yeah, two and a half thousand people were singing his name. Mm. And rightly so, because he was the only one putting any effort in. Mm. I think that's the thing. And what disappoints so, fans the most, isn't it? That, that he can say we don't care. And, it, you know, we've got nothing to play for. Like Derby didn't even. They turned up and we just didn't. But you always want to see your team actually try. At the, like, minimum, you want to see them actually put in effort. And you can at least see with Dave Edwards that he does try. He might not be... If nothing he else, might not be great effort. To be honest... He, I think I say it sort of every week. He's more aware than it from literally anyone else. Do you see him like? Mm. Was it this last week on Twitter? Yeah, that was he brilliant. got he got an award for um, was his, it community trust. Yeah, the community season? trust because he does a hell of a lot um, of community work. Yeah, <laughs> of community work, like working with young young disabled children. Mm. Um, and like someone said, I hope it's not for your football. And he goes, No, of course it isn't. <laughs> I, I think those were his words. You're yeah. right, dude. It's your job. But yeah. like, at least you can see he, he's. Trying, he might not get it right every time, and isolated him after that Huddersfield game last week. Yeah, he was pathetic. Mm-hmm. But he can, you know, at least admire him for trying because actually mm. he's the only one who looks yeah. like it sometimes. There's nothing wrong with being a limited player mm. as long as you know your limits. Yeah. You look at someone like Nemanja Vidic, who is a phenomenal defender, he wasn't really a ball playing centre off, so he didn't do that. He knew yeah. his limits and played and to them. That's been the problem with Price this year as well, where Price. Well, well, like when we spoke to him and he said he's, he knows his best position, he don't go forward because there's better players who do that. Mm. When he was told to go forward up, pass forward against Huddersfield, it never really worked because that's not his game. That's not his game. Edwards does his thing, it works. Mm. And away from home, that's all these slags who slag him off on Twitter all the time. Um, coming out and slagging him off half of them don't go to away games anyway they're, they're, they're forming their opinions on people hating on him for doing his job his job is to harry and run and press a couple of haters yeah and that's what, he, that, haters. that's what he did he did that well at mm. derby and fair play to him so working man's man the match tip but Oh, controversial. No, there ain't anyone else. Yeah. So. There's no one else in that team who no, should even be in contention. Reese is like, I don't feel comfortable about this. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not looking for it when this goes live. Like, two days later, oh, what's this tweet notification? Oh, God. Outside the game, then just wrap up Derby, kind of fancy dress. I know you said, you said somebody was dressed up as Jack Price. Can we dress up as Jack Price? Just put on a wolf's kit and grow a beard? <coughs> and yeah, we didn't even grow a beard, he just had like a stick on thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, wore, he was a full kit wanker for the day as well. Fair. I saw uh, somebody took some Bodvarsen masks. Did we see those people? Yeah, there was a few of them. Yeah. And the one as many as the normally is, though? There was, just... um, there was a couple who went in the ground before me who had the Tucker Brothers on. Very good. That was a highlight. Yeah, there the weren't the one no standout ones, though. Mm. Disappointing. Oh well. All in all, then let's let's forget about it, shall we? Well, I did Away. the um, I did the Birmingham 10k run, and there was a Santa going round. So I just I I reckon he was like just want to get a costume. <laughs> yeah. What can they get? It's, uh, like, <laughs> it's like it's the only one we've got because it's yeah. well well done to Rich by the way everyone for doing the the, yeah, the well 10k done. run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did well. Well done. I didn't ca- I didn't get to see Rob Edwards. That was literally the only reason I signed <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like wanting to catch up with him. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> but I'm sure he remembers you. I'm sure I must have gone past him too. You know. well, well, see Rob Edwards in Nuneaton. 
Yeah, we will. Mm. Oh, that's a reason that'll, to that'll, go. Make, that'll make up for it. <laughs> uh, we'll go to the next bit. This final game of the season, everybody. If you're wanting for this season to end, your dream has finally come true this Sunday. Lundstrand Wolves are at home to Preston North End. Obviously, neither team playing for anything. Um, team? Because <laughs> is this the case? I mean, obviously, uh, Graham... Did, did, did Graham even come on on Saturday? No, we didn't get on in the end. So you may you may see a Graham start or a sub appearance. Didn't we might see a Zyro appearance? Well, no, I don't know. No. Who knows? No. Literally, who knows? It could be any. It could be anyone. It could, it could be. He could play Lonergan at left back and solve all our problems. <laughs> and then someone could put him out of his misery. Because oh, everyone's going to turn up. It's just the last game of the season. Let's just watch a football game. Hopefully, we end the season on a good note and go home. Is there anything you'd like to see team-wise on the final game of the season? <laughs> or just a, a team and let's get this over with? Have you ever done it, like, I know we did it my old sort of amateur football team where you just write down every player's name, you put it in a hat and you start a goalkeeper and you work your way along. <laughs> I'd like to see Wolves do that. So you could you could end up with Dicko in goal. Literally do a lottery like yeah. everyone's talked about with Lambert yeah. on the pitch before. We can do a lit, yeah. Or like he can sort of decide his starting eleven. Don't honestly care who it is, but then, like we could do like a Twitter poll to pick positions or something. <laughs> like yeah, could you just have goalkeeper? No, it's going to end badly. I was going to say goalkeeper, <laughs> defense, midfield, attack, and you could sort of do a poll, but you could only like no. I mean, I'll work out all the details. It will be fine. I've got a Survey Monkey account. We'll, we'll make it work. But it still wouldn't be any worse than what he could do yeah. himself. I mean, I'd kind of I'd like to see um, Wilson start up front. Yeah, just 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 to give him a run out, um, and probably Graham as well. I mean, Graham on the left, Marshall on the right, Wilson up front, Mason behind him, something like that. Just like a, a hint towards next season, just like. Well, we know the players are not going to be here. Mm. The ones who are, who need to push on or need a chance, just gives them something like that. Just, just to. Well, there's no point in freshening it up now because well, it's going to be fresh all year. Or, gi- or but, give some players perhaps who are going to go, who've been around for a while, at their last. Like you talk about yeah. Steeman having yeah, like his Steeman, actual yeah, yeah, farewell. Yeah. Jack Price, if he does go, having his little yeah. farewell. Obviously, they'll all do a lap on it at the end, won't they? Yeah. Well, a lap of appreciation, <laughs> I think it's called now. I think Bright deserves a chance, mm. even if he's coming on off the bench because he did okay. I thought yeah, when I mean, he came he, on, he, well, he, well, he's been for two months. Who knows? He did. He did okay actually. He, he held the ball up well, mm. and I've been massively critical of him in it on here, saying he, he ain't made the step up yet, and he looked comfortable on Saturday. To be fair to him, um, so yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be averse to giving Bright a go. Mm. No, yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> pressing everyone. Yeah. Predictions? Do we even do predictions? We might as well. Last game of the season. 5-2. 5-2. <laughs> <laughs> Who to? I don't know, Dave. You decide. Yeah. Andy, <laughs> predictions? 0-0. No, 0-0, no. No, no, mm. classic. Yeah. yeah, read it off in style, 0-0. No, 0-0. No. Yeah. No, no. Very good, very good. Right, let's do the last bit of the podcast. It's Twitter Corner. Your tweets, <coughs> Wolves or non-Wolves rated, we will answer them. And there's a very much a Wolves scene this week. Uh, we'll start with uh, Reese. Murray. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, down again. <laughs> uh, Reese Murray. Uh, I think we've kind of answered this already. How many players do Wolves need to sign to be able to compete for promotion next season? We talked about ten, didn't we? Yeah, but Realistically, at least many, seven. How many will Wolves sign? Three. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. 
signed quite a number. Oh, well, we signed I 13 last year, so... Yeah, I reckon we're going to sign 6 7. Yeah, I think 6 number. or 7. Is that, that's including our standard development player as well. Yeah. Uh, Sam Marsden, uh, what's the Fancastian's view on the right way in recruitment if we go forward? Uh, consider, for example, uh, considering recruiters and transfer committees, etc. What's the right way in terms of recruitment? Let's get the uh, best was. players. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they come from. So you don't well, mind transfer committees and a, a group of oh, no, people really. saying the other stuff. I don't stats. see what's wrong with transfer committees. Surely it's better to like gauge other people's thoughts yeah. on it and work it as a collective. And my players like Emre Chan from well, that goal last night. He came from the transfer committee. Great he, goal that was. He's been one of the Great best goal. players this season and I could I couldn't believe he was coming here. <laughs> <laughs> Little in joke. Yeah. I think so long as everyone who's Involved in it has got an idea about football. You're all right. And, and, it's just when it's yeah. people who don't. So businessmen like making decisions. The Lambert, she, Felwell, triage. Well, between them. Oh the, yeah. The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Until it all goes wrong, of course, and we're in relegation and everyone can, can yeah. get, pick up, pick it apart. Uh, Josh or Lem WWFC uh, thoughts on the Lambert situation? Lambert in or out? Give him the Ooh. summer, or has he got a goo Franksy? Is the uh, your answers there? <laughs> Because, you know, I know when you lose, everyone gets on the manager's back, but there is still this sense of people have either made up their mind about Lambert or not, and we, well, Lambert could go on a massive run, but as soon as he loses, people want him out. Is he someone that you should give the summer to, or do you think Wolves need to once again start afresh? I don't like him. I've never liked him. But, saying that, even them, even their five wins, and when he won manager of the month, that was like almost despite him, because you had Cav and... Costa back, mm. both playing together, and when either of them has not been there, he ain't managed to motivate that team any work any better than Zenga did. Mm. So I mean, there's the ones who they've been talking about on your mix as well. These more foreign uh, managers who've never managed over here before. Because do you remember we were linked to Marco Silva? I know. Mm. I know. Could Mad, you imagine? Like, oh, and everyone's like, ah, he doesn't speak English. He's not very really good. Clearly he's only managing in PR costs. Look what he's done at Hull. Um, Mm. Yeah, I mean, if there, if there was better out there, actually better, not just crazy craziness, um, then yeah, I'd, I'd replace him. Mm. But he's yeah, you say I'll give him a pre-season, but if you give him a pre-season, then we're back to square one you again. He's, he's gone in October. Mm. I, but saying that Marco Silva thing, I would actually keep Lambert, not because I a hundred percent rate him. Mm-hmm. I actually think he's a half decent Championship manager, but. We need a level of stability, yeah, and we can't just keep chopping and changing managers because they're doing a bit crap. Like we've all, we've got almost a ride of storm at some point, and you know what's going to happen is we'll sack him, get a new manager in late doors, and we'll be in the same situation yeah, we were yeah, a year yeah. ago. That's and it. I'd almost rather stick with someone actually say no, this is going to be a project, and this is what we're going to do, and. We've almost kind of got to like it or lump it, whether we like Paul Lambert. Mm. Yeah, you know, he's on. You sort of noted, Dave, like, you know, you love him when you win, you hate him when he loses. Same with McCarthy, actually. Like, you'd be like, oh, well, when you win, Lambert's calm, he's sophisticated. As soon as he loses, he's dull Scottish, um, boring. Yeah. Dull dull Scottish, boring. Dull, boring Scotsman. But we had this this on this podcast over Kenny Jacket a couple of years ago when 
I, I forget who it was, but we talked about how Kenny. Somebody said that Kenny Jackie, you know, is, is the man going forward. He's so good with the media, how he, how he words yeah. stuff. And then a few months later, it was he's boring. He's mm. boring. I, I yeah. want him to go, and it just shows you how results major influence a view mm. on a manager yeah. when you probably, at your core, know at the end of the day that they're a decent enough. It's almost manager. like we're not so we're kind of quite balanced in our opinion, Dave. And some mm. Dave and some people do just fluctuate mm. between. Yeah. I mean, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> Not loaded. <laughs> yeah. You know who you are, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't care less what, he, what he's looking in front of the camera. I mean, mm. it could be as boring as anything. It could be giving the same boats every every ten seconds. As long as he does the job. But yeah. yeah. So Look at Steve Koppel. He was an incredi- He's an incredibly boring man. Yeah. But he did wonders with that Reading team. Mm. I mean, that's. I mean, what I was saying about if there's better out, it is. You, it has to be done straight away. So you get a pre-season. Mm. You can't be doing it in August again, like the week before the season starts. Um, but I suppose he does deserve a pre-season. Just, just to, yeah. it, I mean, the, the two players that he's brought in that you think that he's brought in with um, Marshall, especially, and then Vyman as a striker, mm. which he never plays in there. But um, Marshall, especially, has been superb. Um, so I think if that's the caliber of player, then you give him a chance. I think when you think of the last 12 months, this club has been an absolute shamble since the takeover. Mm. Dropping all these players into the squad, getting a new manager in who doesn't really know the league or the mm. players or anything, then getting rid of him and then we get someone else in. And mm. it's actually, after Sunday's match, I'm quite happy to just wipe the sl- slate clean and just say, right, just go from here. Mm. Yeah. I think that's the I'm best way we're, to go We're forward. in the league. It's such an unpredictable... League of Champions, and we've actually got the money behind us for once. We might as well, you say, clean slate. Mm. I'm trying to think of a good example from this year. Someone like Leeds have kind of skyrocketed from that season. Mm. Fulham, a completely different team to what they were 12 months ago. So, we're saying give him a summer, not he's got to give Frank seat at the minute. Yeah, that is what we're saying. That is what we're saying. That what might be different at Christmas, but yeah. at the minute. Um, a, couple of, a couple more questions. Um, thoughts on the Golden Pathway idea from Max Walls? Have you ever seen this? In never never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> what, a yellow bit road to Molly? Well, that, that was the first one, Molly. Yeah. Never happened. The, um, the summer around development never happened. Car park. They, they, they just do these things because they want to get voted in again. Never going to happen. It'd be nice. Stuart's spoken. Sean Dyche has spoken, sorry. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, and there is one question from Craig Moore which says, do you think Held Costa will still be playing for Wolves next season? But I think that's going to be a big question for the last podcast of the season next week. So Craig will put your answer on pause. I'm going to now turn my attentions <laughs> to Richard Hobbs with the email of the week. Yeah. A new feature. Because we get one email. <laughs> we get one email <laughs> in which, a blue moon. Which isn't someone saying, do we need SEO advice? No. <coughs> if you'd like to email in your anecdotes, podcast at wolvesfancast.com, everyone, yeah. you get a mensch. One of those so, glorious mentions. This is from sort of quite um, a recent follower, I think, of ourselves, especially on Twitter, sir. Um, he sent this a couple of weeks ago. So it's by um, Alex Yates, who is from Bristol. Hobbs recently said he resides in Whitmarines, an area known for its relatively high crime rate. <laughs> Starts well. Uh, um, extract from Wikipedia page historically Whitmarines was considered a quite genteel uh, part of Wolverhampton located next to the picturesque West Park in the latter part of the 20th century however the area has declined sharply and while the last 20 years has brought some of the older housing stock 
um, up to date. Some of it is still some of the low standards in the city. Um, before going any further, I actually live in sort of quite a modern recent flat. Just, that, just yeah, say. That, that's what he says. That's what he <laughs> says. <laughs> you, you physically come to my flat, babe. Well, <laughs> there, there, there's my standards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing Claregate standards. I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about the, uh, the all the cats outside. That's I, all. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, uh, there were some dogs fighting outside last night. Again, and, and, you're ta- and you're talking about your modern <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. This coupled with Hobbes' clear uh, pale complexion and come to bed highs have... have oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there is that we, sexual tension between you and Roy. We have a selfish yeah, 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 right, yeah. Um, and come to bed highs has got me worried about him um, that he may get taken advantage of. With this in mind, <laughs> what picture should he uh, carry on his person at all times to put off um, would-be assailants? Okay. A... A picture of Jez Moxie in a turtleneck and a pork pie. In brackets, he's only wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> Mick McCarthy's face as he reaches climax. In brackets, probably when he signs Bearer at his next club. Or C. The moment uh, Hennessy dropped the ball over the line against Samwell Town. Kind regards, Alex from Claregate, exiled to Bristol. Claregate massive. <laughs> It's a gang of two. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what, what should uh, should Rich take with him if he if he if he, if he rides <laughs> right <laughs> in the shores of Wales? I'm going to get taken. Uh, I think the pie molesting Jez Moxie. it's just Jez Moxie eating a pork pie, wearing a turtleneck. So he's not doing anything untoward to no. the pie. He doesn't say he's eating it with his mouth. I imagine he could be doing. Oh, don't go down there. Have you said that? God! If he's had a Bear Grylls um, Born Survivor where he's on the raft and he's. um, Don't want to. No, no, no. This is TV type. And he's on a raft and he's he's saying about if you get stranded on a desert island. I'm trusting where this leaks in. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Oh god! They just made an editing. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he said, he said, because obviously you can't drink seawater because it's all salty. So yeah. he said, but you, your bodies have to get fluids. So he gives himself a seawater enema, and he sticks oh, a pipe up yeah. his ass. But I have heard about this. actually yeah, yeah. yeah, I have heard about this. It's it's excellent. But there is, I'm saying, there is other orifices to put food into. Just saying. Well. Sorry, sorry, we're saying other orifices are available. <laughs> That's what we're saying. There's a tile. So, I, 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 personally, <laughs> personally, thank you for the email, Alex. Yeah, uh, cheers. Actually, genuinely, one of the funniest emails I think I've ever received. Um, but I would go for the, the, the Jez Moxie pie, yeah. to be honest. No, I, I think Mick McCarthy's vinegar strokes, I think, would be the, uh, <laughs> oh. the picture. Good band. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and that's it. That's that's this week's podcast done, all dusted with. Uh, we're rather doing a post Preston podcast. We're just going to go straight into end of season podcast, which will be coming your way next week. Where we'll be discussing everything that happened this season and discussing what went right, what went wrong, and we'll also be previewing the summer to come and what Wolves need to do to actually mount a promotion charge to the Premier League. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking to, for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. And you can follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. Just search for us on any platform and you'll usually find us there. And you can email us, podcast at wallspodcast.com, <laughs> for your anecdotes and stories. Uh, but for this week, at the, I guess it's like the penultimate episode of the season, everybody. Oh. Uh, 
No. Okay. <laughs> well, this oh, is it's just sad now. What did you think of Ben Bill in uh, Doctor Who? Uh, I am warming to the idea of building Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I really like yeah, it. Yeah, because we had these conversations. Another thing from Saturday, and I said she seems very, very rose to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very yeah. balanced. Mm. It do, I think it does work well. And but I'm, I'm, I'm already like, knowing that Capaldi's leaving. I'm already at that stage now of who's the next one? Who's the next one? Who's the next one? So. Who the rumor mill is uh, Chris Marshall, yeah, aka mm. Nick from My, my Family, yeah, which yeah. I would approve of. I think he'd be good. He's yeah. tall and gangly, so he'd work well. And the, also, the, apparently, the, the guy who played the first Doctor in that drama they did, which was excellent, and if anyone saw it a couple of years ago for the 50th anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, he's, Filch from the Harry Potter yes. team. Yeah. Um, he's going to reprise the role as the first Doctor in the Christmas special. Uh-huh. So, multi mm. Doctor adventure, everyone. It would be excellent, though. Um, Jean Pertwee as yes yeah. the third Doctor mm. yeah yeah that would work no he's um, yeah so that's but yeah playing yeah. the third playing the third Doctor no that's what I mean because if you see him in Gotham as as uh, mm. as Alfred and you think well his dad yeah. was Doctor mm. yeah. he's got the same kind of thing they could have a, and he's a decent actor as well he'd always play like I'm just saying it because of Gotham he'd always play like James Bond as the Doctor mm. do you know yeah. what I mean mm. that would be pretty awesome I think with me I want something different we, we've had white male 13 times now. I'd, I'd quite like something just to mix it up. They, they, Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell yeah. would be my choice. They've got an yeah. opportunity now, haven't they, to, to, to finally break mm. the mould. Whether they will take that risk is a mm. is thing. Yeah, Hayley Atwell would be yeah. up there. Anyway, random Doctor Who chat, chat everybody. Uh, join us for the Doctor Who podcast And we wonder why these podcasts are hitting over an hour long. For this week, it's bye from Andy. See ya. Bye from Stu. Bye from Rick. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and it's bye from me. We'll see you next time.